0: Okay, hey Bachelor Masters. So, just to kind of mix it up a little bit, um, I am like you now, Caitlin. I am Team Shanae.
1: I knew it. I knew other people would come around to my side.
2: (laughs) Yikes! No way. Way. I will. I will never. I mean, I will. This is like I said last week. This is just even if these words were coming out of a different person, it's just. She's her, and she's been my mortal enemy type. And there's a really good reason for that. The type of person that she is.
1: Oh, she's horrible. But she spices everything up.
0: Yes, everything. And I don't know what we're going to do without her Mm. if she doesn't make it through. I Uh,
2: I mean, he doesn't really like Genevieve. Right. So, you guys have a. Oh,
0: so explain this to me. I I didn't. They didn't. Set. Why is Genevieve the one going on the two-on-one date?
2: Because she yelled at her.
0: That one when? time. <laughs> Last week. Yeah, During the, thought. like,
1: shrimp Elizabeth thing. It's really kind of a reach, it sounds like to yeah. me, because they sent home Sierra, and she would have been the much more natural two-on-one person post-Elizabeth. But, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a weird choice, I think.
2: I, it, well, it it kind of makes sense. I mean, he... That is supposed to be the setup. That just because she stood up and yelled in her face. But we're supposed to believe that he's interested in both these women. And I don't think that's true of <laughs> any... Like, everyone else that he really likes hasn't gotten in Shanae's face like that. So they had to pick someone that he's minorly interested
0: in. Well, the the editor's... Or the whoever makes these decisions didn't do a very good job of kind of setting Genevieve up for it because I don't think she's mentioned at all this whole episode until the end, right? Um, I
2: don't know what you mean. She's we see her throughout the episode. Yeah, and... but
0: we don't. We, we I would have expected more like showing Genevieve yelling about about the shame. Oh.
2: Well, I mean, they had that kind of Shanae. before the show pre the before the show recap of who Shanae is. Right. Which was supposed to set us up for this person is the one you're not supposed to be rooting for. And <clears throat> I uh, I guess what you're saying, though, kind of is what I was going to say, too, was that it's a really, really weak episode. Um, in a lot of ways. First off, I wanted to see that two on one. I didn't think I'd have to wait till next week. Right. Yeah. And the and this is Craig, Mike, and and Caitlin. But I know Craig knows about this because I've talked about it forever. Um, this is my coveted week five, mm-hmm. and because he lacks so much sex appeal, it <laughs> was not fun as fun to watch as other week five when they start. Thinking about sex a lot (laughs) not in this case one thing we he's been thinking about sex like the whole time he's been
1: thinking about which of these women he's going to get to bone because i think this is part of the problem with shanae also is that it seems fairly clear he probably knows he's not going to end up with her yet he simply cannot stop making out with
0: her right
2: (laughs) yeah there's been glimpses here and there especially that shanae thing he puts her on the bar There's been little things here and there, but because his top picks are so wholesome and nice, Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, there's just not much fun for us viewers who are like seedy about it. Like, come on, this is the sex appeal week. (laughs) Marlena, I felt, looked like she was forced or forced (laughs) herself to kiss him. That was a really rough kiss um, that happens <laughs> later on. Caitlin, I'm not sure if you saw that, but <clears throat> they go on a roast date and uh, and Marlena Marlene, I think it's pronounced. I think they say Marlena. I don't know. She. um, sh- She does really well and she stands out. And so because of that, he feels attracted to her is what we're supposed to believe, but I don't know. And then he kind of force he wants to kiss her and she kind of goes, thank you so much for that compliment. Yeah. And she does not look like she wants to kiss him at all. It is rough in there. <laughs> um, but that's just like a, a, a very subtle read because I don't think it, it was not played like that. It was played like everyone's
0: interested in him, of course.
2: Um, should we start at the beginning, though, with Serene?
0: Well, have we talked about his li- uh, lip licking at all this season?
2: I haven't really noticed.
0: People are putting together super cuts of him. It's a tongue twister. Literally. Uh, Licking his lips. Mm. You haven't seen these? No. No. No,
2: Nor do I care.
0: (laughs) He does it kind of like a lizard. He does it fast and low. It's like real quick. So I'm surprised you didn't notice that. The
2: the underbite kind of throws, like, really throws me off (laughs) when it comes to his mouth. Like, I try not to concentrate on something that... Throws me off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to concentrate on his mouth. <laughs> yeah, because it's like...
0: <laughs>
2: he's... You know, we're we are supposed to be like, this guy is super attractive, but he's got a weird face.
0: <laughs> Caitlin, you must have seen some of his uh, lip-licking super cuts online.
2: Yeah, I've seen
1: some of them, and I think it's... It wasn't as noticeable to me during the show itself until people started pointing it out. I also don't know if he is doing it less or they're just showing it less on right. screen, but it, it seems like it's calmed down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. It's kind of like his tick. So it makes sense for his tick to calm down a little bit as he gets more comfortable. Okay, so what, what were we gonna talk about easier?
2: Well just I mean, we don't have. There's not much here in this date with Serene. There was no intro to the date. Uh, <laughs> they're about an hour away on the Gulf of Mexico. Um, I don't what Galveston. I mean, Galveston. Yeah,
1: Galveston Island Pleasure Pier. Yeah.
0: Do you know that, <laughs>
2: Caitlin?
1: No, Galveston Island. I've not been to the Pleasure Pier, but <laughs> okay. I have been to Galveston before. <laughs> Oh, no, wait, it wasn't Galveston. I'm thinking of um, Padre Island, South Padre Island.
2: Mm. Yeah, these like are all spring, oh, yeah. spring break yeah. destinations. You yeah. know I
0: love spring break. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But, That's I mean, we
2: don't know. There's not much to talk about here. The only he thing I... He closed
0: down the pier for her.
1: He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did want to point out that he worked at a Six Flags when he was younger.
0: Right. So did we mention that? I, I swear I would mention this on the podcast, but his little town, Eureka, Missouri, is just down the road from Six Flags, St. Louis. He did.
2: I do remember you mentioning that.
0: Yeah. Like it's in his backyard, same county or whatever, <laughs> or within the city limits. I don't know how it work out there in Missouri. Huh. Um, well,
1: he worked there. I thought that was a... Uh... An interesting note and the ice cream thing where (laughs) uh i just thought it was very funny that you know he serves her ice cream at like the ice cream parlor there and she says that she's never seen an ice cream man that looks like him and i was like i have
0: have. (laughs) yeah i laughed out loud on that one
1: (laughs) yeah oh and this is a minor note i guess but When Serene talks to him during the day and she says, does he think she's mysterious? Because she's been told she's mysterious before. (laughs) I just thought it was a weird thing to kind of bring up in the context of a date to be like, hey, we're just chatting. But do you think I'm mysterious?
0: Yeah, well, that was the only pity rose story she could come up with is people think I'm mysterious.
1: That's not true. No, she had a different. Oh, her
0: her cousin died. Her cousin and her grandma died. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right.
2: Same year. My
0: bad. My bad.
2: Well, the reason I, that, that was, imp- uh, that I thought her date was really thrown together. Like this is, I feel, I felt like we saw a rough edit. You know, they didn't have the card that said Serene's going on the one-on-one. <laughs> no idea. Um, unless they did last week, they didn't, right? They did last week. Yeah. Oh, well, who knew? Well, you know, I didn't remember. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> um, I feel like it's not fair to her, you know, and there were so many awkward moments during her sob story and a bunch of pauses without music. Uh, if you guys it just, it, you know, maybe you don't remember exactly what happened, but I feel you walk away with a lot of whatever to her because there's not you, the collective you. There's just yeah. not much respect there for her date or her story or her you know their relationship so I was kind of like whoa this is that is very strange
1: I thought it was weird that and I mean this isn't necessarily well it's not her fault at all but when she told him about you know her grandma and her cousin dying and he was just like wow that's a lot that's happened to you and it's like, well, oh, okay. Kind of a weird response. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, I think it added to that air that you're talking about, EZR, of this being, like, not a very exciting date, necessarily, and not even a particularly... I mean, if you compare it to, like, what we saw with Rachel's date, where he was, like, so excited about it, and then he's basically just like, that's sad, I guess. Here's a rose. right?
2: right. Yeah, and then there was no band... They would travel to Galveston, I guess. It was very <laughs> straight. I was like, wait, where is the obligatory slow dance band? Right. <laughs> no matter what kind of music they're playing, they have to slow dance to it. Right. Um, or whatever concert. I mean, they're in Texas. They could do a full-blown pre-COVID concert. <laughs> no one would care. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay. Sinead, now we can go to the rose ceremony. Totally out of order. Not us, them.
1: Well, this is last week's rose ceremony that they didn't do. And this was weird to me, speaking of, you know, not setting things up in continuity. Uh, We never knew who got the group date rose at the end of last episode because they just ended on Sinead throwing the trophy. And I guess it was Teddy because she was holding a rose. So oh, everyone.
0: yeah. There's but I was kind of like,
1: huh, that's weird that they didn't mention that
2: at all. So you would only know that if you were like eagle eyed. looking. At Very bad editing. That is that is I mean, it, I'm sure it's purposeful. They're like, no, no, no. People will get it. Like, you know, I'm sure it's been approved. It's not the editor's fault. But I'm annoyed that this is all bad, that this is all purposefully bad. Um but Caitlin they did kind of so correct something that I was that I was that I did not like last week. So last week Shanae called what Genevieve and Sierra did talking about her behind her back plotting. But she actually to camera said they were just talking shit. That's what she said, which was correct, which is what I would have called it. And I think the plotting, that exaggeration, is what I'm talking about when I said she's definitely lying. I'm definitely annoyed with her. Um, but I don't know. It feels small, but I feel like it's not small to me. It's very annoying.
1: Yeah, I think...
2: I know, I know I'm know i a
1: bad person for rooting for Shanae in this situation. <laughs> because Shanae is obviously not a good person. She's not nice. She is, like... No getting a lot of joy out of sort of getting (laughs) one over on people and stuff. Like, obviously she's not nice, but it is hard for me to feel that bad in these sorts of situations for the other women, just because we don't really see anything interesting from them. It's hard to be like, well, why do I care that she is like so excited to get some people kicked (laughs) off? And I don't know. I also, continually find it super weird that the like criticism the women like to say about her is she wouldn't make a good wife and mother and i think i wrote down one quote about this hang on yeah ah, uh, do 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 yeah sierra keeps on talking repeatedly about shanae's not ready to be a wife and mother which is obviously it's it's pretty like gross regressive language but also i just wanted to point out that there are all a lot of batshit crazy wives and mothers out there so this is not a barrier
2: to being yeah. ready to
1: be a wife and mother by any means.
2: Well, I mean, we're <laughs> talking about the bachelor here. It's a gold it's the gold standard of the bachelor to be a perfect wife and mother who quits her job and I so within that context, I don't mind that kind of talk. Mm-hmm. I I if someone were to reg if one of my friends were to regularly say that if you know if that happened and someone was talking to me about it or like who i am uh, that's different this is the bachelor this is a different world so i'm kind of not really there um but so i guess i'll play the apology and you guys can talk about defending shanae here her fake
0: apology (laughs) all right we're up
2: i'm really nervous right now
1: but i wanted to tell you guys and i'm really sorry it wasn't my intentions to hurt any of you guys and i know it took a lot of time away from you guys with clayton and i know this has been going on way too far and i know i've said some things that i didn't mean but i am really sorry (laughs) and i hope we can get past this because i do want to you know talk to you guys and confide in you and be there for one another I'm truly sorry how's your conversation go it went good I'm just you know regretting my actions and you know I want to be a part of this I want to experience all this with you
2: guys so I'm I am really sorry sniff I had to take out so many sniffs (laughs) go ahead (laughs) defend this okay (laughs) Sinead is a genius
0: yeah there we go
2: (laughs) is that really
1: genius okay go ahead he's doing here first of all before we even get to the apology that you just aired she has that conversation with Clayton where like he's talked to the winners and again I feel like they really fumble explaining what's so bad about Sinead because the big point from that conversation was she threw the trophy into a pond and it's like okay, yeah, but that's not even remotely close to, like, other bad things. Why don't you focus on the not throwing a trophy, which is, like, immature, I guess. But other than that, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a grain of sand on the beach or whatever in in the terms of the greater scheme of things here. And then I laughed really hard when Clayton was like, I didn't know she tossed the trophy. (laughs) Like, oh, that's bad. And it's like, yeah. no, nobody cares. Well, nobody reasonable cares about the actual trophy. It's everything else. But yeah. when he pulls Shanae, I was laughing so hard in this scene where she fully says what she did um, in terms of, you know, tell, <laughs> telling other women to like F off basically and throwing the trophy. Uh, and then when he's like, but you feel apologetic about that, right? And mm-hmm. they just stare at each other for like a beat, and you can almost see like the gears turning in her brain, where she's like, "Oh yeah, I feel apologetic." I'm <laughs> like... <laughs> and then she does this apology, where I'm like, "That fake crying was pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, it it looked real. There were tears coming out of the eyes. It was that's a pretty good accomplishment on one of these kinds of shows." And I don't think any of the women really. I mean maybe some of them said they bought it. I don't know if anyone actually bought it. But the important part is that it doesn't matter because as long as she did the apology and made it seem at least remotely believable, then Clayton just makes out with her again. Right. So, it's working.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the you don't, key don't need to be a master plan. You don't need to be a genius to fool Clayton like and he he lets her. <laughs> he he le- and that's not even a dig on Clayton because he lets himself be fooled. He sets her up, right? He says You feel bad about it. Well, whatever. You feel bad about it, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Like, you know, trying to test the waters. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I really liked when she... I did like when she went back to him after the apology and did like a... Like turned herself into a heart. You know, it's like a cute way of flirting. You lift your shoulders and you put your head down and you kind of go, hee, hee, hee. Like, you know, I'm cute again because I, you know pushed myself back to your good graces. It's really, um, it's really a move and it's very, uh, I think it's cute thing to do.
1: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to steal that for like using it in the future. Yeah. I'm taking notes from Sinead's moves here. (laughs) I also enjoyed when she was talking to like one of the, to camera interviews and she says something about how like, she's never had to work this hard for a man before. Mm -hmm. And She's blonde and hot. What else does she need to do? And I'm like, honestly, you don't need to do anything else for Clayton. That is enough.
2: Right. Yeah, and she is not. That that also, you know, I've never thought she was interested in Clayton, and that yeah. made me think even more that she's definitely not interested in him. Right. She's just winning. Right. Mm. Right. Uh, um, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was I'm just, gonna let you uh, do your.
0: Uh, Yeah, I was just going to tack on a little bit that, I mean, I think ultimately it was Shanae that was like not bullied, but like treated unfairly by the women. I mean, (laughs) because (laughs) I mean, you said it yourself. You said that um, the the incidents that the women told told um, Clayton about weren't all that big of a deal me yeah
2: no i Um, said that's what caitlin said
0: (laughs) (laughs) well
1: i'm using caitlin like yeah that they were just doing a really bad job of explaining any of this because from what we've seen over the past few episodes none of these women ever even told him the stuff about her like revealing elizabeth's adhd diagnosis like that Mm -hmm. never came up instead the stuff they tell him is i don't think she has a good character she wouldn't be a good wife and she threw a trophy Which, at the end of the day, doesn't sound that bad.
2: (laughs) They're trying to walk a line, the contestants are, about Sinead. They're trying to walk a line that's like, I don't want to talk too much shit, but I also want him to know what's happening. But if I tell, you know, if I describe every situation, he's just going to go glazy-eyed. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep it here. (laughs) He's going to do it anyway. (laughs) Where he understands. Yeah, he's definitely going to glaze over, no matter what you say to him. If you're not someone he considers hot. So, you know, I I would just go, like, when Sierra got cut, she tried to say something, but I don't think she was prepared enough to, like, she could have said, like, this lady did this, 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 but, you know, it was just too rough. And and I think Sierra is one of the ones who really is trying, was trying to balance those two. Okay, so, as she was saying her apology, my immediate instinct was that's not genuine. Right? right. Then she, then she did a two camera where she told us it wasn't genuine. Right. Um, which seems so strange because right. the only explanation uh, here and not to have sympathy for the double, cause I'm not on your guys' side at all. But my explanation is that she has no friends and no one to talk to. So she's, she,
0: ex- she talks to the camera.
2: She's, explicitly talking to one producer who she confides in. And so when she says, I'm not here to make besties, it's a defense mechanism because she's so alone and she has someone that's, um, you know, propping her up behind the scenes. I don't know who the producer is. I don't know names. I'm sure it's the lady that, (laughs) <laughs> was friends with Victoria, Queen Victoria from that <laughs> season. I'm almost sure of that without right. even knowing anything. Um, uh, so she, you know, that is no matter who I'm, I i do not like here. That's a rough situation for anyone to be in. If you're alone on a show, no, you know, you're basically in jail, mm-hmm. except you could get rich from it later. um, <laughs> um so here's my problem here. I, I want to point out that if she hadn't had that two camera saying that it was a fake apology, probably most of Bachelor Nation would have believed the apology <laughs> and forgiven her.
0: <laughs> oh, that's...
2: Because... Mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. Oh, because that's just how dumb we are as, audi- as audience members, right? She's done nothing but bad things for weeks. <laughs> but all of a sudden, if she apologized and she didn't have that... Kind of like, uh, yep, no, I was lying. I want to EGOT or whatever she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the audience at home, this is why, especially I don't like her. They want to believe that a woman like Shanae, specifically a woman like Shanae, is redeemable and forgivable. Not other women who have done similar things. This is why most of the audience of The Bachelor loves a woman like Claire. And why I could never, no matter what happens, be on their side. Um, and this is much unlike Kaylin Mills Keys, who I feel manipulated the producers. I feel like they knew she manipulated them, but because she never broke character, they could never prove it. Right. <laughs> so the only way they could get back to her back at her is by making Hannah the Bachelorette. Uh, there was th- <laughs> there is like I, I know that sounds like a crazy conspiracy theory. Forget no, that part. No, I
0: like
2: it. <laughs> OK, but um, I'm just not am, sure we've heard it before. I am very, I I can never be on this woman's side no matter what. You know, she says some truths. Sure. She has a lot. You know, it's just what, it's the same conversations the zeitgeist is having about who wins in society. So never, 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 never to me. Never on her side. What had happened as the apology was happening? Does it matter if it's genuine or not?
1: probably not because i think these women wouldn't have liked her even if she did feel actually sorry and do a genuine apology they still wouldn't really like her i don't think it would change that much in the house dynamic in terms of like they still would be maybe slightly nicer to her around the house but they still wouldn't want to be friends with her you know and if the whole point is she's apologizing so that Clayton can believe that she's not a horrible person. Well, then a fake apology is just as good as a real.
2: one. Yeah. But if she's apologizing to kill two birds with one stone, Clayton now can like her again, at least in his own mind. And she could have a clean slate with a lot of these women who don't care about the drama or are, Want, you know, only care about themselves and are not really checking in the way other women are um, with each other. I don't know. It, it, we'll we'll see, I guess, how, how this two on one goes. But Mm -hmm. now we get to finally start this week's episode (laughs) because we, that was about an hour of last week's episode. Right. I would rather they have made a three hour last week and a one hour this week than, than keep us in this kind of weird halfway point. Um, so Craig, yes, uh, I guess if we're done with Shanae, this is something Caitlin that Craig hates when they do this. Oh no! Uh, when when they recap the date, so I'm gonna play it. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. More fun than it could have been, right? Like you're laying, playing dead on the ground at one point on the <laughs> sidewalk. <laughs> it's so so funny. I don't know why I felt like the knee just patches <laughs> on the head as well. Like, yeah, I you just bring that side of it out of me, right? Like I, I don't, I would have never thought to do that when I'm with you. It's like I'm just doing stupid stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't hate it in the sense of like talking about something you've done. I don't hate that, but what I hate is definitely when they it's it's clearly a sign that they have nothing else to talk about when they sit down at these formal dinners and then recap what they just did
2: it is so weird um
0: i mean because partly because i've never done that except to maybe like oh man, yeah that's like when we did that and but then you would move on in the conversation right uh,
2: maybe if something was really exciting, like if you got chased out of somewhere, or <laughs> yeah, right. if you get something <laughs> thrown the... at you,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it, it was, yeah, it's 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 annoying because their connection seems, their whatever, their date, their they're liking each other seems kind of fake to me. Doesn't seem, Gabby. This is Gabby we're talking about, by the way. the The Gabby that <clears throat> we learned has dated Dean and. Oh, right, whatever his name is ben oh, Blake? she's uh, put out a rebuttal on the Blake Horstman
1: dating. Oh, Blake. she says that he is exaggerating <laughs> that, and that they hung out, and she did not think it was romantic. oh, oh no, that's
2: so embarrassing, <laughs> that but is... she did definitely date Dean like that's she confirmed that because that's okay to say Blake <laughs> yeah, is kinda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that well, would make me feel bad for him if it's like no they did legit date and she's just publicly denying it cuz she's like not a good look. Got to got to walk that
2: back. Yeah. Her her sob story um honestly to me and maybe I'm being judgy here but it sounds like what a therapist told her. That was all <laughs> therapists speak and it doesn't seem as cut and dry like I'm kind of like what what did the mom do? What, you know, she kind of put it in this big umbrella term. Uh, it, and I wonder if that's just the way it seemed to her. So she said, my mom would be very affectionate. But then if I did something wrong, she would withhold affection or something like that. Or she would stop. I had to rewind it because I was like, what did she do? Is that, you mean she punished you? What, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, I didn't feel like it was that clear or that bad, mm-hmm. so. But she stopped talking to her, which maybe it was that bad. <clears throat> I don't know. It seemed a little uh, uh, un- unclear, incomplete, and definitely told from only her side. So I wonder if she gets, she makes it far enough, we'll see her mom. I'd hope. To, I'd hope so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
2: And that's all. And then now uh, we can move on to the roasting date, I guess. Unless you have something else to say about Gabby.
0: I don't know. I wasn't impressed by Gabby. <laughs> I can't put my finger on exactly why, but she just seemed very like. She, what she said didn't seem very. Foot, you know, it didn't seem to have a firm foundation under what she said.
2: Her sob story, you mean?
0: Well, just the yeah, and also just everything else she says. It's just like very. <laughs> Do you very, think like, it's
1: um, because of her voice that you feel? Yeah,
0: like I think I think that's part of it.
1: It's it very, is a. Uh, yeah.
0: It's very like in the clouds.
1: It is a very interesting voice.
2: Yeah. That is. There's no one else on this show with that voice. Right. She has a very, I don't want to say date. she has a very 90s face, like a hot <laughs> girl from the 90s face, and it goes with her voice. And it all feels kind of dated and off. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sure in real life, she's very beautiful and blah, blah, blah. But I'm, I'm like kind of shocked with how she looks. She looks like one of those ladies in the 80s that would still do like a beehive. You know, you're just kind of, like, thrown off. Like, why are you still have that hairstyle? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, well, we can move on to the roasting date. So, Caitlin, for context, you did not see this roasting date, right? Yeah, you
0: you didn't watch this part of the episode.
2: No, where I left off
1: was when Gabby uh, got on the ground with that dog, which also is a quick note. I love dogs. Love petting dogs. Love to meet a dog but I would never lie down on a city street. You could just <laughs> kneel down and, and pet them that way, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that's where I
1: stopped. So I didn't see the resting day.
0: Yeah. yeah and, and this is coming from somebody who in our last podcast talked about um, <laughs> France, what you did in France. Should I repeat oh. it? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. About like peeing in the gutters a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well yeah, that's how I know you shouldn't be lying down on that. Like there's a reason why you wear shoes outside. It's because you don't want to be touching the street. (laughs) Like so yeah, I was I was a little Houston. No, this is Toronto. This is Toronto, yeah. So I mean maybe the street she was on was super clean looking. Well Toronto
0: is a clean city. Yeah.
1: Yeah, even so I just wouldn't wanna I wouldn't wanna get down there like that. If it was on like grass in a park, it's a little different. It's like a side of
2: something right i feel like it was on the grass in the park like halfway but i don't know i don't i don't uh, geez like the whole date was just like what are you guys doing <laughs> what is this yeah um
0: well he's like i see i don't write quotes down so sometimes they slip out of my memory but uh he's like the only way to see toronto is through a helicopter it's like, oh, okay. I must have totally <laughs> saw it the wrong way then. Silly me.
1: Yeah, I guess I've, like, never seen anywhere because I haven't been in a helicopter, so.
0: Right. <laughs>
2: um, <clears throat> Okay. So, they're with some no-name comedian that we're supposed to be very impressed with. Right. Um, uh, and then they roast... People in the house, mostly just Shanae, or at least that's what they showed us. And then they showed a short little tiff between Sarah, who's the one of the youngest in the house, and Mara, who's one of the oldest at thirty three or thirty one. Uh-huh. And I'm just I'm recapping it for Caitlin because I thought that was very like, okay, whatever. <laughs> a twenty something year old okay, like this is that's the fight. And then, um, so but let's move on to the, unless you have anything to say about that, Craig, I want to move on to the after the date portion part where they're one-on-one talking to him. In okay. Group date setting. Okay. Yeah. So I thought this was very smart. Uh, Caitlin, this is actually kind of hilarious because these women are just not roasters. Like they're not good. And I think Rachel herself says, I am not creative. Right. <laughs> Um, which I think everyone is kind of instilled, especially American people are instilled to at least say that they are. And I was kind of impressed that she was able to say she's not. Um, And Susie and Rachel, I thought both did very smart, almost conniving, but I'm not sure things. And they've been very smart throughout the season. Um, They compliment him and validate him after roasting him. So here's Susie doing it. She actually takes out a microphone. Caitlin and does this Uh, to him personally, one-on-one.
1: Today was about roasting, but I also wanted to take a moment to share with you what I like about you. I like your smile. I like your dimples when you smile, but I also like that you're a very compassionate person. And I can see that in the way that you treat the people around you, the women in the house, I like that every time I
2: hang with you, I feel like I learn something new and see another layer of who you are. So thank you for letting me roast you today. But I had to share a little bit of what I like, too. Oh, you're too <laughs> nice. Man. Too nice. Exactly. and <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it seems like a
1: brilliant idea to be like, if you had to insult him before, because it's a roast and that's what you do at a roast, then you get, you get him back. By being like, oh, you know, I'm a good sport. I played along with the roast, but actually I don't feel that way about you. I think you're cute and you have great dimples.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. And and then they and she called him a bench warmer in the roast, by the way, like a football <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how insulting that is to football guys because I feel like they're always on the bench unless you're the quarterback unless you're some famous guy. Like I feel like I never see them right. really do anything. Um, like, it's not like, you know, like soccer, football, like bench warmer. I feel like that's insulting, but like a football, it's like they never move. They're always just sitting there. Yeah. Um, I don't (laughs) watch football, so what do I know? No, if you, if you go to a
0: a game live, you realize just how much standing around there is in football.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah. And so. Yeah, so I felt so. Then I think uh, Rachel got the rose, but it was definitely between Susie and Rachel because they both validated him a lot and complimented him afterwards. Um, and I think they—I mean, I don't think they're—you uh, um, c- know—calculated, but I do think they're on their best behavior. I, they are way too, way too nice, way too forgiving. Never, you can never catch them in like a m- bad moment because they're. Prepared, uh, so that's kind of I, I'm always scared of people like that because I don't know if it's for good or for evil. Hmm. And that's the whole, sh- except for the at the end. There's the beginning of the two-on-one. That's it. It was a really bad week. Week uh, of dates. It was not good. It was half of the show was last week's butt, and then. The other hour was just leading up to this two-on-one that didn't happen. So, okay, nothing else.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Do you think that they're
1: dragging out this content in the way that, like, you know, with um, Katie's season... They had to drag out some stuff because it ended earlier than it would have been anticipated because like greg left and also it was like oh you don't need to do a different ceremony you don't need to take more days on that do you think maybe that's happening here too
2: um me personally i think i, I don't know that they have a strict end date like they've had because finally we're not there is no bachelorette in mind and no matter what, if we're back on normal bachelor schedule, there'd still be months between now and filming. I mean, maybe there is a bachelorette in mind, but I don't know. I've never, I haven't seen any talk about it unless you guys
0: have. Sinead.
2: Oh, I I mean, I'd watch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I
1: meant more in like, you know, they have to produce a certain number of episodes no Mm. matter what. And that maybe if, I don't know, like he leaves or somebody else leaves or something that they just have less content and therefore they have to like spread across, you know, so in the last two episodes, I think we got like they both were sort of dragged like, oh, there's, you know, instead of it starting out and be like, we're gonna get the dates, we're gonna have the rose ceremony. It's like, you're always gonna get the end of the other one before it and then some sort of like
2: more exciting stuff coming next week, folks. Yeah, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's like the Dickensian uh, style of Bachelor editing because they have a weak lead uh, but that happens all the time I don't know I know that Clayton's I mean you so Clayton tweeted Caitlin you can go ahead uh, retweeted someone's post on Twitter that called him a clown and he <laughs> yes said something I sent that like, to you yeah you sent that so can you say it so that I can
1: Oh yeah, so exactly. it was like a. I only
2: saw because you sent it.
1: It was him dressed as a clown. I think from that children's birthday party date, mm. where he had. To I didn't life. even know it was him I thought it was a scene from like the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> it like, like it was from The Joker. Oh, maybe it was, but there is actually a picture of him as a clown that's out <laughs> there. Oh God. Really? Of, uh, Yeah, it was um at the children's birthday party date. Hillary Duff. Duff. Hillary uh-huh. Duff date. Children's. The comedy bit that they did after the credits that week was he was dressed in a full-on clown costume doing clown dances with huh. the, uh, the other girl. So, anyway, picture a clown, and then somebody had said, like, you know, this is what Clayton looks like, or whatever. Uh, and
2: he retweeted it and was like, this is how I looked for the last three weeks. Right. So, it's him. It's so annoying because this is the... the we at home are supposed to be, of course, like, very online with The Bachelor, as we're watching, we're following the tweets, we're liking the memes, and we're supposed to be saying, like him or not, he's a good dude because he's good-natured and plays along, Um, and again, I think this is a very American style of creating anti-propaganda propaganda, propaganda. and it's a campaign for Clayton uh, to kind of appease our our, I don't know, sense of justice because he shouldn't have been The Bachelor or whatever or pull on our heartstrings. Um, It's it's, being self-deprecating is kind of the head-on-facing criticism thing. I think it's just the, the same campaign waging on because they really want us to accept him as The Bachelor. You know, it's a done deal. And the new Bachelor... The new age of The Bachelor, which is the same as the old age, is just a recap. But they're trying to make it like a comfort show. And having a two-on-one, that's really regressive. But, you know, they're trying to excuse it away. (laughs) Same deal. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I think... Um, I think Clayton should stop... (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, I think Clayton should stop tweeting, honestly, because... If that is the strategy, it is absolutely backfiring. The people who reply to him on this stuff are always just like, yeah, you fool, you clown. I hate you. Like, how dare (laughs) you
2: do this? Like, they're all mad in his mentions. (laughs) Right. But (laughs) don't you think don't you think he's wearing them down? Like with his like, yep, like, it's fine. I'm a good sport. (laughs) I don't know if
1: he is. I feel like it almost makes people madder. That he's publicly oh. commenting during the episodes. Because they're like, listen, we already have to watch you act like an idiot. Now you're talking about it to be like, I didn't even know. And it's like, yeah, we assumed you didn't. <laughs> I think it makes people matter to just, like, see his stuff pop up in the feed. And have him commenting about the show as it's happening. So I think like it would be better for him to just be like, don't say anything. <laughs> hmm. hmm. And
0: that's it. Anything else? I guess one question for
1: the both of you. Yeah. Do you think that Clayton left with a person that he's together with? Yes. You do? Or what makes you think that?
0: Um, Because that's how it always works? I don't know. Well,
1: you know, sometimes it ends and they're like, you know, not... (laughs) (laughs) not really together where they break up like the second the show stops airing. And I don't know. I just get the vibe that none of this pans out very well for him.
2: I think that it, unless something goes wrong, that's not really his fault. uh, Fault in quotes. I don't, I do. I do think his intention is to walk away with someone Unless something totally out of nowhere comes up and he can't help but break up with that person. Because I, I do mm-hmm. think he's like, the, like you know, the Sex in the City thing. He has his light on and he's ready to yeah. stop this. So oh, I don't think
1: he's the problem. I right. think that he's going to get dumped
2: by whoever he chooses. Mm. Right. Well, that's not, but the, I mean, we can't tell that's going to happen by what his life is now, you know? Like, there's no real-life foreshadowing. (laughs) Um, So, I don't know. But whether something happens to him or not, I don't know. Like, you know. why Do you feel this from the Twitter? I mean, maybe the Twitter adds
1: to it for me, that he seems really... Like, he's trying to prove that both... Like, he's a good sport, he gets that people don't like what he's doing on TV, <laughs> and he's trying to, like, joke about it, but, yeah, I don't know, like, something about it makes me feel like he's trying to look good, and maybe part of the reason why he's trying to look good is because it's gonna, like, fall in around his ears, and he's gonna look just as bad as he does now by the end of it, you know? That combined with me, Tina, you know, the preview that they love to show about how he's been intimate and in love with, like, at least yes. two love of the three women. I don't <laughs> think the women are going to like that. I don't think that they're <laughs> going to be like, oh, okay, so you had sex with all of us and told all of us you were in love with you, and, like, in love with us, so how are we supposed to believe that?
2: That, right. that would have been his fault. Yes. Right? So... So, uh, yeah, he you're saying that maybe he's going to look bad and it could be interpreted as his fault. And so he's like doing damage control or like preemptive yeah, damage control.
1: I think so. I think he's trying to be like, I get that I'm not super popular with a lot of viewers right now because they disagree with the decisions they see me making on TV. And I'm trying to, you know, come across as like, I'm fun. I know that, you know, I I maybe have been dumb in some situations here. I mean, it's it's doesn't look good when all he has to do for weeks online is basically be like, I didn't know any of this stuff and I feel really stupid now, you know, Mm -hmm.
2: which, like we've said, is not unlike any other bachelor season at all. So what is the big deal? You know, like I don't I, I get picking on him. I'm not really like on his side that much. I don't care. I feel I feel very neutral on him. But people kind of attacking him for what happens to every single lead is strange to me. You know, every single lead gets duped by one or more villains. That's just the way the show set up. <laughs> yeah. And um,
1: I don't so, dislike him. I'll say, I do kind of feel like he's, he seems like he would probably be a nice person if you met him. I do think that he is like legitimately interested in, in seriously dating someone. I just also feel like, I mean, obviously he's being played pretty badly by the production in all of this, who know all of this stuff is going on and simply will never tell him about it. (laughs) But also that I don't think his instincts are very good in terms of making decisions or knowing what will or won't work out as, you know, as evidenced by the fact that he decides to tell these women that he slept with both of them, you know? instead of just letting them assume that or whatever like he says it to both of them in front of both of them like that that's not going to be a good move like ever i think he's a little bit of a dummy in that way and that it might it might all come back to to bite him to be like maybe you don't end up dating anybody from this show maybe you just need to find like a normal non tv person to date right
2: yes we'll see um,
0: we're not, not going to do any fashion
2: I mean, she didn't see half the up. You want to say
1: something? Do you have something? <laughs> uh, I only know- made one note, which is on the Serene and Clayton date. And it's that Serene looked like she was wearing a like high top white Chuck Taylors that have a thick platform sole. It's a cute shoe. And his outfit was bad. I mean, it's kind of one of his normal bad outfits, but
2: salmon shirt. Yeah, it was
1: like salmon-colored T-shirt, but the fit was kind of weird on him. It didn't look flattering. And then he was wearing like looked like navy shorts with it, but the shorts were kind of a weird length where it was like <laughs> they're not short shorts, but they're also not like long shorts. They're sort of in a in an odd middle ground that hits at a weird point on his leg and just looks like. I mean, I think they're just still having issues dressing his body.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I like that the China tea cups they got in the uh, ride, they were blue, kind of like as if they were real China. I thought that was really cute that I would go on those just to be in Uh, the cup.
0: Would you go on them now?
2: (laughs) What do you mean now?
0: Like, do you do roller coasters? Yeah. What? what? See, I I get sick on those things.
2: Oh, I love roller coasters. I get sick too, but isn't that cute to have a little like a real looking cup?
0: I could ride a roller coaster, but a cup, I would not do yeah. well in a cup. Yeah. And you know
2: like what? As you get older, you realize how it, it hurts more. It's really weird because that's why kids love it. And parents are like, nope, I'm going to throw up on those teacups. Yeah. <laughs> right in the teacups. Well,
1: Serene yeah. talked
2: about. Vomiting
1: on a was it the sea dragon thing that goes like back and forth on a Oh yeah.
2: Well, she was saying she scared someone on the other side would yes. vomit and it would hit you right. on the in the face without your like, yeah. which is <laughs> gross Consint. gross and horrifying.
0: <laughs> no, no. See, about. I watched Jackass. I watched the Jackass movies, and so that's that's rookie league, getting vomit in the face.
1: Well, I mean, if you're a regular to brag out about it, your are outed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, hey, jackass forever's out or coming out here and all
1: right never mind but yeah those things like the sea dragon <laughs> doesn't make me nauseous but i don't like those types of rides just because i don't know something about like when they get really high on each end i just don't mm-hmm. like it even right. though i like roller coasters so i don't i just don't like that kind of ride but i like um right. the swings where they get lifted up and turn around i like those
0: yeah yeah <laughs> would you yeah. go on the thing That they went on The big twirly whirl thingy Out uh, over the ocean
1: Wait which one
0: The one that she said that she wasn't going to go on But ended up going it's, on having great times.
1: Yeah that's swings. the swing thing I think yeah I would do that
0: Yeah see No way you get me on that
1: <laughs> Like I am Scared of heights but the kind of scared Where I like seeking them out You know uh, huh. or just like I'm scared of this but I do like to do it anyway you
0: know (laughs) yeah okay alright well I guess there's nothing else Uh, we can end here thanks for listening follow us on social media and we'll see you next week bye